Hello boys and girls, what's going on? It's Tom. And it's Jamie. Welcome to the Chronicles of Podcast. The Chronicles of Bloodstock 2023. I'm David, vocals and guitar on elimination. Neil, bass and occasional screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Only occasional though. Most importantly, how are you guys doing? Fucking good. We finished playing about an hour ago, maybe. Somewhat, it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, about an hour ago. <laughs> um, probably best gig we've ever done. Yeah. Best crowd we've ever had. It's fucking great. That's amazing. Um, second time at Bloodstock. Just want to do it again. Yeah. Oh, nice. Is it one of those things where obviously it's like, holy shit, we're playing Bloodstock, but it takes fucking ages to get here. Yes. Then it gets here, it's like, wait, wait, we've, yep. got, we've done it. Exactly. What do you mean we've done that. it? Yeah, <laughs> shit, it's gone. Oh. Yeah. Fuck's <laughs> sake. I've been on the site since Thursday morning. I've basically spent the entire weekend not thinking about it. And then came up this morning, I was like, oh, oh shit, it's now. Shit. <laughs> I, I was absolutely fine and like didn't have any nerves whatsoever until the band before us finished playing. And it was like, oh fuck, it's now. <laughs> it's like right fucking now. <laughs> we got to do a thing. Yeah, how do you set gear up? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you said you've been here since Thursday. Uh, Neil has. I got it today. Oh, okay. <laughs> how, so how has your bloodstock been so far? It's been absolutely fucking great. It's been brilliant. Um, met up with a whole bunch of friends, which for me is a real major part of it. The crack, yeah. meeting friends, hanging out with them bars. Brothers of Metal last night were amazing. Royal Republic were really good. Caught yeah, some they were. flames and some um, yeah. chill switch. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. But yeah, it's just... Friends, beer, drinks, and sun with occasional downpours. It's brilliant. <laughs> to be fair, like the occasional downpours haven't been too bad. No. And apparently it won't do it now for the rest of the day, so... Would you rather have occasional downpours or the sun from last year? Oh! <laughs> we don't talk about that, because that's PTSD city. <laughs> yeah, last year was, as a ginger, <laughs> I mean, I literally was just a big fucking puddle. I did, I did Hellfest and Wacken last year, and both <gasps> of those were fucking so hot oh my days but I, I don't want to get political or anything but climate change isn't real apparently so you know nah it's fine it's no. all good everything's good. wonderful we're not absolutely boiling to death in any way shape or form so anyway <laughs> anyway <laughs> things we discuss on this I'll, show how right, one four is climate change isn't real <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously you've just briefly mentioned it how was the set really good um crowd was fucking amazing crew were great yeah. like just such a welcoming crew and crowd um i mean it's like my second time doing vocals for this band now and couldn't have a better run in yeah i mean is it one of those things where you look at the set list and go we're on that we're on early shit no not really um i'd rather be on at least on the New Blood stage, I'd rather be on early so you don't clash with the big boys, basically. Makes sense. I yeah. think I think the good thing about Bloodstock as well is it's such a big family feel that everyone wants to go and watch everything. No matter how fucked you get the night before, they will always be there. <laughs> yeah, people, people will always, people be there. always try and get up in the morning yeah. to go and see stuff. Which is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. One of the other really good things about Bloodstock is if people have got nothing they want to see on the two main stages... They generally gravitate over towards New Blood, yeah, because they want to keep going with the music and support the people that we've got there. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. But, 
So with Elimination then, say Elimination gig compared to a festival show, do you change the set list up accordingly to where you're playing? Because some people here might not be so aware of you guys, for example. Uh, yeah, it varies from, from place to place. There's a couple of tracks that are nearly always in there, but we try and keep it a little bit unpredictable. Um, uh, that's a fucking understatement. And, and um, just like not have the same song at the start, the same song at the end yeah, every, yeah. every time. Um, you know, we did Infernal, which was a essentially everyone we've spoken to about we're playing Bloodstock said, please play Infernal. So we did. Um, <laughs> uh, whereas no, normally a half hour set, it's a 10 and a bit minute long song. So thing it in isn't necessarily the easiest but yeah yeah the people got what they asked for yeah listen to the people listen yeah. To the fans. yeah yeah <laughs> so this is a podcast we are ambassadors for the sophie lancaster foundation yeah are you, i was gonna say are you familiar with sophie's story but that very emphatic yes makes me think yes yes <laughs> um my mate dave moomin is cutting off his entire beard which is like yeah. he is it's down like here it's it's really long um, and uh, I think he's I haven't seen him yet actually um, but yeah he's cutting off the whole beard in the Sophie's stage at 6 um, so that'll definitely be something to go and see yeah fair play to me I, I heard rumours he's getting someone from the axe throwing people to do it Which... they're not doing it with an axe are they because he's going to die I believe <laughs> that's what I heard yesterday he's going to fucking Where die I... <laughs> please video it <laughs> We need to see that shit. It's not going to end up on YouTube. It's going to be that fucking dark web shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True crime story. It's a Netflix documentary. Dave Moomin died in a tent at Bloodstock. It's where we find out his beard stretched out and he's actually on a spinning circle, hoping they get it. No, no you, don't, you don't need to stretch the beard out because if the spinning circle is going around fast enough, then the momentum will keep the beard moving and then you lob the axe at it. All right, Professor. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm going to go and find Dave and tell him that's what we're doing, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> but being here at Bloodstock, obviously Bloodstock has a very close family association with the foundation. They've got the stage named yeah. after Sophie. The, the, the foundation here every year raising money. It's amazing. Does that make performing here just that little bit extra special? Because you're sort of flying that flag for Sophie being here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean what happened was appalling shouldn't happen for any reason under any circumstances and the work they're doing is absolutely amazing we should be there supporting it and just trying to help people accept and integrate thankfully we're getting more and more of that in society these days but it's there's more to do you guys know that exactly you're absolutely right it is getting there but there is still a lot of work to do yeah is this something you guys ever had to endure when you were growing up being treated differently because of long hair oh, music you listen to I don't you're think wearing. you're going to find anyone in this field that wasn't bullied as a kid yeah, 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 like, that's, that's why we're here because <laughs> <laughs> we're allowed yeah I mean I grew up in a garrison town looking like this okay. in the 80s and 90s when before you know squaddies found out they could use metal music to torture prisoners in Iraq you know so <laughs> They didn't accept us at all at that point, and it was just, there's more than one night in Colchester about then that I had to run away from paratroopers because they were just going to come and annihilate us for being different. Jeez. It's not that bad anymore, thankfully, not no. even in Colchester, but yeah. That was a fun town to grow up in when you were a skinny, lanky, tall kid who was just like, I like what I'm doing. <laughs> I like power metal. I like Metallica and Megadeth. Oh, fuck, it's the score these run. <laughs> <laughs> Follow up to that. <laughs> but, Next question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, move on quickly. 
I don't know if you've noticed this when you've been walking around the fields today or the weekend. There's a lot of kids here. There's a lot of families here. There's babies here. But those guys will hopefully stay listening to this music as they grow up and be part of this culture themselves. What's something you think the foundation could do to support them as they're growing up if they have to go through this like we've all had to go through? Ooh. Hard hitting question. We're going no. deep. Oh, <laughs> I mean, there's a number of programs you can get involved with. I mean, doing talks in schools, because, you know, there's more inclusion talks going on in schools these days than there ever has been. Um, alternative music lessons. Alternative music lessons, trying to get more, yeah, more music in the curricula. Um, I'd teach that. I'd be well at that. Yeah, you'd be well at that. <laughs> He's a guitar tutor, by the way. Um, yeah, I had an idea there, but you wouldn't bunt it out of my head, you kid. <laughs> <laughs> Things, stuff, <laughs> counselling, support, you know, helping people understand one. themselves and not just for the people that are into this music because a lot of bullying occurs because people have got shit situations at home themselves yeah. and they're acting out and pushing that elsewhere because they've got nothing else to do. So it's not just our own people we need to look after. Even that phrase is divisive. It's inclusion all round and trying to make certain we understand each other and accept and love each other across the board. Just don't be a dick. That one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But you're very, very important what you said there. You know, these people who bully, they do it for a reason. That's them venting because they're more than likely going through shit as well. Yeah. Okay, they could just be a dick, but there's a chance that, you know, they're venting as well. It's really important we deal, we get this sorted. And I'm, no, it's great ideas. But getting back to you guys. Oh. <laughs> As you said, this is your second time here. Yeah. You played the Jaeger stage in 2021? Yeah, yeah. Right straight right. after Eight. COVID. So it was the first one back. Ooh. I think we had four days notice. And um, yeah, just like straight onto the Jaeger stage. Like, fuck me. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> but how was that to receive that call, that email, whatever it was to say, Come on back, guys, and let's move you up a stage as well. That was fantastic. Like, that was a proper... Uh, not accreditation. Like, it was it was showing that what we're doing is actually working. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that was fantastic. That's what's kept us going through a lot of difficult time over the last year or so. Um, like, that's been one of the major things that's, that has helped us keep going when it's been a bit rough. Yeah, because I say it's been two years since Echoes of the Abyss. I mean, is there anything yeah. coming up that we could talk about? Yeah, we're currently working on album number four that I can't give too many That's details fine. about. That's no problem. Uh, we've got a single that should be out this year um, that is currently in the works as well. Yep. So you will hear from us soon. Wonderful, wonderful. Guys, thank you so much for your time. It's been massively appreciated. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, not yeah. at all. And enjoy the rest of your weekend. You too, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you, 